let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> let's do that podcasting. Again. That's what they say. Who says that? Uh, people in the know. P3. People. <laughs> That's who do. Yeah, no one. Does anybody in our district listen? Uh, that was a great pause, by the way. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I know a couple. Uh, I tell people. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I listened to like halfway through one episode." Yeah, that's kind of what and I'm I got like. Too. What are you doing? It's like you. It's like I don't have time. It's like you have a 45 minute drive to work. <laughs> yeah, man. You could listen then. Yeah. Um, I know a friend of mine. She's been going back through old episodes. Like she listened all the way through, and now she's re-listening. No, 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 no. <laughs> like she, I think listened to like four, and then like life. the the most updated four. No, like, no, no, no. Like, like she like did back, like one, one through four okay. when they came out maybe and then dropped off because, you know, you, you just don't have time and whatever. Yeah. And, um, but she messaged me, this is maybe like a couple weeks ago now, but she was like, oh, I'm listening back through again. And she had just gotten to the Incubus Weezer mm-hmm. episode and she was saying how how interesting it is to to go back and listen to Incubus in particular now. Mm-hmm. 10, 15, I was having a almost 20 years later yeah, yeah. on some of those albums of like, and and taking it in now, I thought that was kind of interesting. I was having a conversation with uh, the father of some of my guitar students mm-hmm. um, about music. Like, actually, every time that they they're there, like the last when when they're done, then I just sit and I talk with him, mm-hmm. and we talk about music. Nice. And we were talking about Incubus, and he was talking about how the um, like those first two. He liked those first two records, mm-hmm. and then he's like, and then then they disappeared. But he's also like into country now. Interesting. So and he liked like the heavy. He he liked um, unquote, science and and make yourself. Okay, and, and make yourself. You could hear the the beginnings of the yeah the turn mm-hmm. to like Morning View and whatever. But yeah, which I'm like Morning View's great. Like it's it's a it's a solid album. Yeah, and you should listen. To, or he and he's like that anim, anomaly anomaly. Yeah. So it's like it's called Anomaly. <laughs> it's anomaly. Yeah. Which is a great song too. Yeah. I think it's the only good one off that record. Is that Light Grenades? I don't that know. Album? Or that's a song on it? I don't, I, I haven't given its, its, uh, its fair share. It's yeah. fair shake. Fair shake. Swear and shake. So who are we? <laughs> I'm Bo. I'm Brandon. And this is Two Tunes Podcast, yeah. where we, Bo and Brandon, bring two tunes to the table. Yeah. And talk about it. Yes. Correct. In totality. <laughs> no, sure. Not, or not as much as we can. Like in like a ten percent, ten percent. Yeah, there we go. I was talking to about keep this. my the what is that? I can't think poetry, where you have the same first letter. Oh, I don't know. There you go. English majors, help us out. I don't know. In the in the description, I don't know how you get in contact us. Yeah, I was talking with somebody the other day about this, and they're like, "Do you like doing the podcast?" I was like, "Yeah, I love doing the podcast." And I was like, "Sometimes though, I come very unprepared." Is today <laughs> one of those bad. days? Well, not so much. Only in the fact that there's not a ton of information on. Well, yeah, because my they're group. they're no longer a group. Well, but there could have been information in the seven years they were together. But there's just not sure. a lot. It's just one of those. I'll talk more about. I it mean, then, but my band. There's tons of there's information. There's a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm going first, by the way. Cool. Yeah. And there's also some cool things that, uh, like how I've discovered this. Cool. So I um just to catch us up on the week. And I'm I, also going to mispronounce the title of my song. I think I can pronounce it then. But Bo, I finished AP grading for this year. The cool. Year of the year of your Lord 2021. Mm-hmm. It was a wild ride. I graded something new this year. And I did like almost 3,000 of them by myself. In a room. It was a lot. In my office at school. Yeah, yeah but in a, like in a room by yourself. Yeah, pretty much. 
But it was cool. I graded um, harmonic dictation. And it was interesting. For uh, for those for, for Rich. For Rich. Uh, explain that. So so on the AP Just Music like, Theory hey, Rich. Desk, hey, Rich. There are technically nine... Um, Free no, r- just just tell them the what you did. Well, I just want to explain in general. Okay. So there are, there's two sections of multiple choice. One has listening, one does not, and then there are nine free response questions. Seven that involve like you writing down things, and two that involve you sight singing. So the room that I was in was free response question four, which is harmonic dictation. There are two harmonic dictation ones, and mine is they have to listen to a four part thing. They get four listens. And they have to write down the soprano line, the bass line, and the Roman numeral analysis of what they heard. So, Sounds fun. That's the way it works. Yeah. It's tricky. I mean, I wish I could do it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm not that I need to basically practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's how you get good at that. Mm-hmm. And really, I don't want to do that. I want to be able to just listen to something and be like, oh, that's an easy bass line or that's... Like just pick apart the the song, mm-hmm. which I do, but then I just like get bored and like solo over top of it myself, sure. and just be like, <laughs> oh, I'll just I'll just do whatever I want. Yeah, it's very fun. Cool. How was your week, Bo? Um, on Friday, I biked ten miles with a fellow teacher, nice, and and one of our principals. That's cool. Ten miles, and uh, my bike broke, <laughs> and like okay, so it was it was a rail trail so like is very flat mm-hmm. it was not flat it was uphill the whole way or one way uphill and then, both and ways. it was uphill <laughs> both ways no it was uphill the whole like as we were going out it's a rail trail so it was a railroad okay and then get rid of that and just make it into a trail um so did five miles out at some point they wanted to be like, oh we're gonna go down this this hill the only hill of the day mm. Uh, to go down to the water and then I'm, as i'm going down the hill it's like all right well i'm gonna you know kick on my brakes and when i mean like both brakes mm-hmm. are shot <laughs> the front and the rear cool <laughs> no it wasn't because then like then the bike like really broke so i'm just riding a bike with no brakes um yeah and running into people but i did 10 miles uh on a bike which was really great um, I'm not athletic, so my heart rate was very, very high, or at least for me. Mm-hmm. Um, my Fitbit told me it was like at 120. It's 90 right now, which is probably <laughs> not good. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> um, but it is hot in, yeah, in this room. Very hot in this room. Um, and then the next day, I walked five miles, the same place, but with two dogs and my wife and my, my daughter. And then there's like water near that, so we went down to the water. That's cool. Well, yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. Sweet. Um, this will be in the past, but next weekend I'm going to go see Rich. Oh, cool. And he's going to remember this. Com- <laughs> he's going to hear this conversation <laughs> after, after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> I actually see him. That's funny. So it, it's a surprise. Well, it's not a surprise trip. We both know we're going to see each other, but like he's going to an area for one reason, and I'm going to relatively close to that area for another reason and then we're just gonna meet up together word so i'm excited to see rich that's cool tell rich i said hi I actually i'll tell rich right now that i'm saying hi but you're gonna tell him <laughs> but i'll tell in him the past which is our current future 
but as you listen to this, <laughs> welcome Very to Stranger Things. <laughs> Speaking of Stranger Things, bro, is um, this in Stranger Things? Like, it's, in on, of, it's in a lot of it's in a lot of soundtracks. Things. Okay. okay, so the way that I heard it, I heard it in ninety eight, ninety nine, somewhere around there. Okay. Um. So there was a. Oh, how do I put it? There was a show on MTV like late at night mm-hmm. um, where they would showcase uh, short films and mostly like animated films. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was one of the films. It was called More. and came out in 1998, short film by Mark Osborne using stop motion animation. For those who have no idea who Mark Osborne is. Me. Um, so after more, so he did like little videos, but he, he directed, uh, he was, he was a director, live action director and consulting producer for SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay. Um, going down through, he also directed Kung Fu Panda. Nice. He directed, um, Patchy the Pirate cutscenes of SpongeBob's Squiggle Pants in 2011. Okay. Directed The Little Prince in 2015 and executive produced he future films Bone, which is based on the comic book, mm-hmm. director, screenwriter, um, and then Escape from Hat, which I have no idea what that is. But he's a director. Mm-hmm. So he produced this, this short film called More, uh, which I watched in 1998, 99, somewhere around then. And so uh, plot. Because it's only like it's it's the it's six minutes. Mm-hmm. It's the length of this song. Okay. Like the song is kind of the basis for mm-hmm. it. Like everything that that happens, he directed the movie to right. feature the song. Um, I'm gonna say it's Elegia. Yeah. Uh, Moore tells the story of an inventor who lives in a drab, colorless world. Day by day, he toils away in a harsh, dull, and dehumanizing job, his only savior being the memories of the bliss of childhood. But at night, he works secretly on an invention that could help him relive those memories and spread their joy to everyone in his despair-filled life. When he finishes the inventions, it changes the way people look at the world. Like, basically, there's, like, these goggles that, like, make you see color. So he lives in, like, a black... uh, black and gray world and then when you put those you see like colors it looks like there's it's trippy Mm -hmm. um but his success changes him because he's like kind of taking the inner joy to make these things like there's like light colors coming from like from his body and then he takes that to like kind of power the Interesting. The things like first he's like the worker, and then mm-hmm. there's a guy like yelling down at him. It's like get to work, keep working. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he becomes that guy, and then the guy's looking up through the glasses that they're making, and it's like it's the thing is called bliss, okay. like the product. Uh, but his success changes him because he loses an important part of himself. Because then he, but it's it's really good, or at least it was in 1998 for me. Sure, uh, enough to be like that's a really cool song. So that's where I found it. And then I didn't really realize that it's been in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It's been in Pretty in Pink. Um, the confrontation scene, like right at the beginning okay. of it. It would have been pretty new at that point, probably. Uh, yeah, this came out in 90, or sorry, 85. Mm-hmm. 
um, the trailer for Night of Living, Living Dead and uh, CSI episode American Monster Masters, sorry, American Masters, which is a documentary about Truman Capote, a Stranger Things episode, and a video, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five trailer. <laughs> okay, and this is all the things that you know. Cool. Um, and an episode of The Crown. Hmm. Maybe one of the newer ones. Because like I think they're up to the 80s. Uh, season four. Yeah. The I think they're like principle. up to the eighties now. So if they're if the music follows. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Since that's a documentary, right? Uh <laughs> I mean, no. I but... know it's not. I know it's based <laughs> just like based on real people. Yeah. Um but yeah. So it's it's a song by uh not Joy Division. <laughs> uh New Order, which yes. is Joy Division minus the the lead singer. There are actually two versions of this song. I have only, uh, I've listened to this mostly, the mm-hmm. shorter version, the five minute, which is basically, they've said it's an edited version. Mm-hmm. So it's like they recorded for 17 minutes and then this is just like the the pared down version okay. of this version. Do you know, it. is it like cut and paste pared down or? It's I like think it's section? cut and paste because I've, I, I listened to the, the full version just once today mm-hmm. and so like the intro is a lot longer before the the guitars kick in. Mm-hmm. Um the ending is like cut away. And I think some of the things go on a little bit. Sure. Like oh that part goes a little bit longer than than mm-hmm. the other, but I know like the beginning and the end are like really cut off. Which uh it feels weird too. But we'll get into that. Cool. So I'm going to start it. Fade in. Fade from black. Which in the the movie more, there's like children on a uh, merry-go-round. As this goes around, right? The timing of the beginning feels weird until the guitar comes in. Timing as in? Like you don't know where one is, really. Ba, okay. Ba, that's not one. Ba, 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 ba. Well, maybe right. Guitar is like. Did it? Did it? Weird. Like. It feels like it's out of tune at first. That first note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this whole song was like a jam. Yeah. Also, the time, like tempo-wise, yeah, it, it shifts. It feels like. The tempo does. Yeah, like things don't like it feels like it rushes and drags at different points. Yeah, I don't know if it's like played live or if there's like programming involved. Right. Well, that was the thing that I, because I think New Order and I think like synth pop and whatever, and you assume that it would be very programmed, but maybe not. Do. How much New Order have you listened to? Not much Beyond at all. Blue Monday. <laughs> but when I think of Blue Monday, you I think th- of the band Orgy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, right. Like this is the only New Order song that okay. I'm like, I love this song. I, so like, the, my question is because I've listened to like zero New okay. Order. Um, do they have a lot of instrumentals? No, this is. I think they have two instrumentals. Okay. And this is one of them, at least on this album, uh-huh. which is Low Life. Um, 
say instrumental. No, there's only eight songs on this record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my first thought on hearing this was like Stranger Things, of course. Oh yeah, 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 totally. Um, <laughs> I I got this habit from an ex of mine, but like watching things with the captions on. Okay. And now, like, I have trouble watching stuff without captions, and I think it's just because, like, I don't know, you get used to it. And it's not like I'm staring at the captions. Yeah. But anyway, I, I'd say all that because when you watch Stranger Things with the captions, every time there's, like, a musical cue... It's, like, specific? Well, it'll no, it'll say, like, ominous synth music. <laughs> Scary synth music. <laughs> Upbeat synth music. That's all it is. It's, like, okay. adjective synth music. <laughs> Gotcha. And I had the thought during season three last summer of like, oh, I, I should I should go back through and take like a picture of every single one of these and like yeah, and put a meme to it. Yeah, or just I don't know for my own thing. But I thought it was very funny. Little breakdown. Yeah. Bridge. It's so Slowly it's it's down. very much like the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Like, and I think the guitar part is but, mainly uh, like the solo mm-hmm. of it. But it definitely evolves over time. Mm-hmm. Like, well, okay, that's the thing, like with here. the seventeen-minute version mm-hmm. that you were saying. Like, that's what I was wondering. Like, it gets really messed up. Yeah, I sort of figured end. that they that they some of these sections were longer and more drawn out and whatever. Because even this, that intro is like a minute almost of this five-minute song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think it's because I, I that's think that's a cool the, effect with the symbols. Side yeah, side. reversed. I think the um, what is it the the intro my my thought of the intro is before the like before the the guitars come in and then they like it gets dirty guitar distorted why would I say dirty <laughs> distorted guitar So even there, back. like that hit feels. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit off. Yeah, but I think it's more about a feeling than like you're not really supposed to dance to this. Yeah, and then it's fading out. And the reason it's fading out is because it goes on for another right. ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. If you listen to the 17 minute version, the full version. And at this point in the in the um, movie, more, uh, it kind of like zooms through the city. Mm-hmm. going to like this little flashy light and what that flashy light is is the ki- the children on a merry-go-round mm. so it kind of ends the same way mm-hmm. so i believe that you can see um like if you just type in let's go to youtube youtube and then you type in more and it is not the first thing oh but then you it's the third thing. So Mark Osborne's more mm-hmm. six minute short, which I, I do suggest everybody watch. Cause it's like, yeah. it's really, really cool. And then I believe that, um, another band used more, um, as the basis of then, uh, their video. Is it tool? No. There's a because t- when you were describing it, there's like a tool video that was. I was no, no, no. Of. I mean, tool videos. It does. It looks very similar to mm-hmm. those tool videos, but mm-hmm. those tool videos are they're made by the guitar player. Right. I forget his name. 
But um, yeah, it's some pop band that okay. does it. I need to I need to look it up. I do not have the information right now. After our break, I'll probably have it. But cool. Yeah, I dig it. I'm actually intrigued, not necessarily even to listen to more New Order, but to listen to the extended version of that tune. Um, it's okay. Yeah. I'm not going to say like, oh, you got to listen to the full version. Right, yeah. It's like, it gets like really sloppy guitar, kind of like, uh-huh. I understand why they cut it. Uh-huh. They're like, and it, the, the full version didn't come out until like 2002. Oh, okay. So, it's 17 minutes. It's not. And the intro is a lot longer. And when I say the intro, I mean like before the guitar comes in. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my take. So my- I just I, – I couldn't remember what the the definition of elegy is, yeah. which I assume elegy is based on. Um, but like haunting, that Maybe. kind of thing. Like I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that's all. I just couldn't remember what the – Oh, well, now we're looking up the definition. Although, actually, I guess I just looked up elegiac. Well, elegiac poem of serious reflection, typically a lament for the dead. A poem written in elegiac couplets, as well, notably I, by Cautilus and Prosperitus. Yes, there you go. We got it, guys. Even though there's no words. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break and be right back with song two of Two of Two in the podcast. Dope. We back. And we're back. I don't know what I get that from, but I did that in my old podcast that I had with my other friend. Nice. Because I have two of them. Nice. I have two friends. So in the meantime, Bo showed me the more video, which I, I think I've seen because I also watched MTV late night things whatever in the, in the 90s yeah in the late 90s um, but yeah it's really interesting and and it's really well done both in the stop motion animation but also just how it coincides with the music and it's it's cool mm-hmm. and we noticed that at the end um <clears throat> there's there's music added that's not part of the original mm-hmm. song like flowed right into it too. Yeah, it did. It cool. I think they probably what they did is like bled over top of it and was mm-hmm. like, let me just play that chord progression. Yeah, but then go out mm-hmm. on that. Yeah, it was neat. It was cool. Yeah, check it out, everybody. Mm-hmm. Cool. Swear and shake. Swear and shake. Great name. Is it? Uh, yeah, it's it's just interesting. It's not like clever. It's not. It's just I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. When I see shake, I think of like shakers. Shake and bake. <laughs> <laughs> I had that the other day. You did have that the other day. Yeah. Um, so I know about Swear and Shake the same way I know about several other bands is that they opened for somebody else that I was going to see. Okay. And then you kind of like, you're like, okay, all right, let me buy your CD and check you out and stuff. So about five at least. Six years ago, I think, at this point, I went to see um, Ingrid Michaelson. Okay. With, uh, with a friend of mine. And at the chameleon club r.i.p in lancaster yeah and uh that's a good venue yeah so we went to see ingrid michelson and which is my first time seeing her i've seen her a couple times since and she's she's really great but swear and shake was i'm gonna say one of if not the only opening band i don't remember usually on things like that i think there's usually like a couple people that open um but swear and shake was like one of the opening groups and i just they only did like five or six tunes and i just really dug their sound and 
their stuff and like I said like went back to the merch table and bought I think maybe their first EP and also the album that this tune comes from so yeah before we listen too much we should mention that the ending is weird I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be a fade out they just don't it just stops which is odd and I and I don't have the CD handy to to go back and listen and find out what it's what it does on there but on the digital versions it just abruptly stops yeah i i, so I listened to it to and it stopped and then it went to the next song and i'm like yeah something's messing up with my iphone yeah right yeah and then it happened again i'm like no no, no what's going on so then yeah. i like pa- like stopped and looked at it and was like no it says it's got three seconds and, and it doesn't it, even um like go into the next song like it's not meant to do that kind of thing like it just mm-hmm. good next tune yeah yeah so it's a little weird. Um, did you for a second think that I sent you like a Miley Cyrus cover? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might. Yeah. So the tune's called Wrecking Ball. I'm like, is this a cover of Wrecking Ball? Yeah. And That's I a think good song, by the way. It, yeah. That Wrecking Ball. I, um, I don't know the timing of when they came out, to be honest. I'd have to like look that up, which if only I had a device in my pocket that would allow me to look things up like that instantaneously. Um let me do that real quick. Boop, 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 boop. Not wrecking all, wrecking ball. Wrecking ball. So Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus came out in 2013. So before this tune. Right? I don't know. I think this came out in, let me see. I don't know what I'm doing. I think this came out in like 2014. 2012. 2012. Oh, okay. So Swearing Shakes was first. Either way, not the same song. Yeah. So I, they're not a band anymore. They were banned for seven years. They've since broken up. And when you released this album, two members left. Yeah. There were five at one point. Yeah, so it's pretty much just like the three. The the lead female singer, mm-hmm. the, I don't want to say lead guy singer, but the other singer, and then like... I, mm-hmm. think the I don't player. know enough about the band to actually like give them like what everybody does. I just know this song. I yeah. Listen, I, I mean, there's like two singers, stuff. guy and a girl. Mm-hmm. She's like mostly the front woman and stuff. Um, I'm trying to remember now back to when I saw them. Mm-hmm. Was it just the three of them? No, it was probably like five. But again, like maybe it was the three of them and two touring band members kind of thing. Probably. You know? Or well, maybe it was just the three of them. Like I don't remember that that much into it. Mm-hmm. What, but they, what year would you say? 2015. 15 maybe okay it may have been like four people yeah and then then so there's like past members and there was two yeah one guy was in the basically i think the one guy left Mm -hmm. and then they got a replacement and then he left and then the band broke up okay fair enough yeah a lot if you like go on their website or look at other like promotional pictures it's just three of them Okay. Yeah, and I want I want to talk about this. This okay. this I thought was hilarious. Okay, in two in two thousand twelve, mm-hmm. Swear and Shake released their debut album, Maple Ridge, which this is it. This is from that. Yeah. Yeah. The band's campaign to fund the record through the crowdfunding website Kickstarter exceeded its goal by seven hundred fifty dollars. Seven hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> such a weird. And I was like, why? Weird thing. Why to put would in you there? say that? Yeah. Now that I read it back again, at first I'm like exceeded their goal. Uh, I thought I, it was. I of. did the exact same thing. Yep. It's like you only needed seven hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's like oh, it I exceeded mean, by seven hundred. I like, guess that is an interesting thing to because like most bands when they 
do a Kickstarter or whatever, like they blow it out in like the first day and, you know, they're making Mm -hmm. way more than they expected and whatever. And I mean, a a smaller band like this, you know, that certainly had at least enough cachet or whatever or following that that people Mm -hmm. did it. But yeah, to only, because people don't know, like, things like Kickstarter or whatever, you have to meet the goal that you set in the time that you you set. Yeah. Or else you just don't, it just Um, doesn't happen. And, and, and you're not, people aren't losing their money. It just means like, if you go to back something on Kickstarter, if I put in 50 bucks for something and then it doesn't happen, no harm, no foul, but it also means that they don't get that money Mm -hmm. and they're kind of stuck. So it is interesting in in the way that they just barely made it over the amount that they needed, but it is very, it is kind of a funny yeah. thing to put in there <laughs> uh kickstarter does that you have like meet uh what is it i don't know what it would, like make or break mm-hmm. i don't think that's the right metaphor um well it's all or nothing there you go, there you go. all yeah. or nothing <laughs> where the other what's the other big one uh like indiegogo yeah indiegogo it's like yeah you give that money whether you get anything or not but that's not setting it up of like we're going to give you something in return mm-hmm. it's just like please help us yeah what do i get of it? The nothing big, the big thing with kickstarter is that there are usually tiers of yeah, yeah. stuff like so you get stuff give a dollar just because you want to give five dollars we'll give you a sticker give 25 dollars we'll send you a signed cd or whatever like and there's and then there's there's like some really interesting mm-hmm. depending on the bands that do them and stuff and there's always like I've seen ones that are like, give $10,000 and we'll like play a show at your house or whatever. And mm-hmm. like, and some of them are like, pay $3,000 and you get a producing credit. And yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, we should get into this tune. I did not listen with headphones. I listened in my car. So I like that the one guitar is on the, mm-hmm. the right. Whatever the hell that is. I yeah. think it's a hurdy-gurdy. No. Maybe. Uh, There's also, like, sound effect-y things happening. Yeah. So I really like her voice a lot. Okay. It kind of reminds me of, um... Oh, what's her name? She's a YouTuber. From England. Mary Spender. There you go, Mary Spender. Kind of, kind of, a little bit. Not like, oh my god, that's exactly. There's a weird chord that kicks in at one point. Yeah. Sort of an unexpected one. There's a lot of unexpected chords, which I really like about this. Right here. Yeah. Can you pause for a second? Just I have trouble yeah. thinking and talking. Um, so there. I mean, it's it's got like indie vibes. It's got. I've seen things that like folk and Americana and mm-hmm. whatever. And totally, like, it never gets super heavy. You know. Um, I'm pretty sure like when I saw them, they had like one of those like makeshift drum set kind of things where it was like the kick drums, a suitcase and 
Oh, know, that kind of. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Um, you know, just kind of folksy. Wait, wait, wait. Whatever, we're, like, we're, yeah. Was one of the people who was playing guitar or bass also playing the drums, or was it a person no, no, dedicated? No, no, no. I'm pretty sure. Again, this was a while ago. I I wasn't intending to like fall in love with his band. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Opening band kind of. I'm just trying to remember, but I'm pretty sure it was that kind of situation. No, it, it wasn't like. Yeah, I'm also playing this with my feet while you're, you know, in tambourine and whatever. It wasn't that kind of thing. Um, but I like, yeah, the the songwriting I like in general. I've listened to, you know, a couple other things besides just this one tune. This was one of the ones that they performed that night. And I remember really digging. Like, like digging it and latching onto it. And like, I need the album that that's on, which I think at that point had been out for like a year or so. Um, or, or a couple of years, I guess. Um they self-identify their sound as big hook americana i saw that i like that i thought that was interesting yeah, yeah and like, they're from brooklyn but then they moved to, moved nashville. to nashville yeah and you can hear the influence of kind of both of those scenes which i don't i don't get that move uh because well, brooklyn's pretty good as yeah, far as but, a scene but the now Amer- nashville yes is a lot bigger right but it's that's a bad thing as well yeah because you get lost in the big yeah I think you can hear elements of country-ish, I guess, with that Americana folk rootsiness. Like, mm-hmm. So maybe that's maybe more where they were trying to go with things. I don't know. Let's ask him. Continue. With solidness of faith. I like the the drums. Like that. The da-da. Mm-hmm. And there's like a lot of stuff going on, especially like the drums being kind of... yeah. And side was, to side. Were there claps? Yeah. And then it just gets a little bit bigger, more complex, more mm-hmm. rhythmic. Yeah. I'm just going to give you all of the. Yeah. And I like, she's got good control of her voice as well. Like, she'll kind of be quiet and then, like, can bring it up and. Yeah. It's a clever line, too. Wrecking ball, a wrecking all fall for you. Like, that's, oh, that's clever. Look at that. I love the chords. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to talk about that. Uh, we'll, we'll discuss it after this. Okay. Because the end Does the is weird great. chord come in here again? It yes. Does. It doesn't do it the first time through the. No, it did. Uh, sorry. The chorus is almost like a double chorus. Okay, but, and I that, mean, but the first half of the double chorus, it doesn't do it, but it does do this. Yeah, I got you, because it would be right here. Yeah, but it's not. It's kind of. Eh, yeah, that was kind of. Yeah. The wordless vocal on the just the O's on the bridge, which is the same guitar riff. Yeah. Or chord progression. And you almost expect the kickback in the chorus to happen sooner, but they do this little... Because it was a little drag out of, like, the the bridge with no lyrics. Mm-hmm. And then the lyrics comes in. So it's the second time she said that. Third time. Probably say... No, new lyrics. Continue the line. Say the fourth time. Chorus. Yeah. That would be right here. And they, and don't, they don't do yeah. it, yeah. 
which again is a cool use of that like save it you know I don't know what that was I, I pointed at my left ear <laughs> I'm like listen but not really yeah I was gonna do it again yeah and then it stops it just stops I don't <laughs> I'm just like this. like what happened it's what, so infuriating what happened it's why so did it do it yeah. but it only does it only sung uh, it did the chord progression twice before it cut off so mm-hmm. I, I imagine, and again, I have to go back and listen to the CD to see what it does. Sorry, I'm like sitting way far away from Mike. I have to go find the CD and like listen to it because it's not on Bandcamp either. We found out like it is, but it isn't like you can't listen to the track. Mm-hmm. And you have the CD. I do have the CD okay. somewhere. Last summer in, I didn't like Marie Kondo everything, but I did like what? go through a lot of stuff and um, find things that spark joy and don't or whatever. Okay. So like that. Is, what's that show called? I didn't ever watch it. I just but you know just the memes know the, and the whatever. And the, and the whatever. Hey. Yeah. So anyway, so um, I was going through a lot of things, including like my CDs and my records and my books and stuff, and just trying mm-hmm. to like organize a little bit better. Oh. And so I just, my CDs, because I don't really go to them much, I kind of like boxed up and moved to a different place. Um, and so they're still like boxed up and whatever. So I need to hunt that one down, pull it out and find out like, what actually happens i i imagine it's supposed to be a fade out um but that's not what happened on the thing it just cuts out so anyway all right good tune good band yeah yeah i, recommend I really checking out i really dig it it reminds yeah. me of another band but i forget what it reminds me of several bands i, I forget what the band ways. is i saw the band that i'm thinking of it's really just one guy but then it's like it's a big band like mm-hmm. it's either him by himself it, it had been him by himself for and I forget what this is, so mm-hmm. no one's going to know. <laughs> you guys do the work. Um, but it's like the guy, the band just looks Americana. They okay. don't really sound like it. Um, but guitar with a or vocal acoustic guitar, upright bass, violin, I think, keyboards, maybe okay. drums, I think maybe even a trombone mm. in the band. Um the this is this is for me and also for you the listeners to do the research for me um but i also think it's like the family something or the something family um they went i saw them with the deer hunter they were the so there were three three acts on this tour deer hunter headlining this band was main support and then openers was vava or vava it's just vava right um which my, I'm gonna say friend. My friend Mike uh, toured with with Vava. Um, amazing guitar player, amazing like songwriter, really really cool. Anyways, so that's the band that you guys need to search for. Friend. But I have like two things that I want to talk about oh. that well, have I was just nothing say, to do with the show. Swear and Shake reminds me a bit of if you're familiar with the band The Hush Sound. No. Um, and also a band called Melt. Okay, And I think the biggest reason why both of those bands or all three of those bands remind me of each other in a way is like the male female singer mm-hmm. thing, like where there's both got, kind of going on and melt and then the hush sound more so maybe than swear and shake of like this song is the female lead singer song and this song is the male lead singer song that mm-hmm. kind of thing like it's more that way where swear and shake is a little bit more like they're singing together and stuff and. I also think more of it. I think her name's Carrie or Kari, depending on how she pronounces it. It's K A R I, but she. I think I think of her as like the front woman. I would say Carrie, but I could be completely. Yeah. Wrong. It could be Kari. It could be either way. So anyway, mm-hmm. what are your 
non sequiturs that you want to talk about. Yeah. Um, the thing one is, so you were talking about like, oh, records. Yeah. It's like, ooh, I, I got... I'm going record shopping as soon as we're done here, by the way. I, I am not going record shopping as soon as we're done. Come with me. No, I, I gotta go do stuff with my family oh yeah it's father's day we're it's recording fun. this on father's day yeah yeah Bo, happy I'm a father's father. day thank you i appreciate it and you're gonna wish me happy now the father's day <laughs> happy now the father's day <laughs> <laughs> to reference how i met your mother yeah is it uh is it a um what's that guy's name barney stinson yeah is it one of his the character that was yeah there was a whole episode about that it's a thing for him. anyway anyways so i uh i've been getting records mm-hmm uh-huh recently uh just because i'm like ooh, i like this i'm gonna buy it yeah um but one that like just came out of nowhere so i watch a lot of youtube and the youtube uh that was on it was a it was a jhs show so jhs is a pedal company and um but also uh just scott who is jhs mm-hmm. uh has then like kind of like he's he's a pedal collector mm-hmm. and he's also kind of like building an archive of pedal history mm-hmm. <laughs> and when i mean like it's huge yeah, yeah, yeah. like doing interviews that's cool and then like checking out people's collections mm-hmm. so there's this guy uh oh, what's the guy's name dan danger some tony da- i don't know something danger <laughs> anyways he he was on because he has like the largest uh electronic harmo- electro harmonics collection of okay. like weird stuff that like they made one of mm-hmm. so in the 90s he's just like oh i like this company and then just bought everything that they made it's mm-hmm. like oh they made this i need it yeah and stuff that's like oh i've got two of these oh i got this i got this out of a, out of the trash yeah. like i like searching trash uh but he is an artist which his stuff i was talking about a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. um his art's really really cool um, it looks great. It's like dark and like it's prints. So like, oh, I'm going to do it in this color. Yeah, yeah. So like the colors are really cool. Um, but at the end, he's like, oh, yeah, I did this um, this album called X Crime Dog X. Mm-hmm. And I didn't watch like the day it was released. I maybe watched like within the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, yeah, we only have like a couple of these. So yeah. like they're 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 few and far between and i'm like oh my god oh my god i gotta i gotta get it so what it is is gruff the crime dog yeah from mcgruff mcgruff the crime dog is yes it, it is mcgruff yeah. um these are 1980s uh don't do drug commercial type things or like just crime in general it's like yeah. don't get into cars with strangers yeah. um and they would do these songs and 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 the guy is like they were always like really good songs and then he got to thinking, it's like, but like at some point in the song, they'd get like this preachy part. So it kind of reminded him of 1980s straight edge hardcore. <laughs> so he redid all of the songs yeah. as 1980s straight edge hardcore songs. That's amazing. Um, so and and named name. it X Crime Doc X. Yeah. And only like made a certain amount of vinyl. Now it's only like, a, it's a 12 inch, but it's only music on one side and the other side is just nothing. Oh, cool. Okay. But it's got like a dog and then a, dro- a dog transforming into McGruff. <laughs> so it's like, I'm on four legs and then yeah. standing up and then putting on the trench coat. That's amazing. Because the character has that. But I got it the other day and it's like, it's red vinyl. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's so hilarious. Awesome. Um, and then I, that, that, so that's like buying records that are mm-hmm. hilarious. I just got, speaking of records, uh, Cody Fry's pictures of mountains on vinyl. Awesome. It, I had pre-ordered it a while ago and now it finally shipped and I'm excited to listen to it. It's on like this cool blue and white spatter. It almost looks like 
a cloudy sky. It's cool. It's very cool. And then the last thing, uh, this is, we could use this as like a opener kind of idea as well. <clears throat> but so when you listen to a song, mm-hmm. what is the first thing that you listen for? So there could be a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of thought about, like you could, initially it's like, oh, I listen to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Which with with hip hop, that's, that's what I'm listening for because mm-hmm. I don't, so this kind of occurred to me with, um, I was told by somebody to listen to NF. Oh, yeah, I have some NF stuff saved. So I was listening to it Mm because the person's like, you should, like, just basically selling it. Mm -hmm. It's like, listen to NF, which I listened to the first record, which is like 2015. Kind of sounds like Eminem, but not as vulgar or not vulgar at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I have three NF songs. But besides the lyrics, like I, so my first listen, so you've got lists, you could listen to lyrics, you could listen to chords. Mm Mm-hmm. You could listen to like the the drum beat, mm-hmm. and usually I think it depends on like who you are. Yeah, like if you're like, well, I'm not really a musician, but I really love the lyrics of songs. You're mm-hmm. gonna listen to lyrics. Yeah. I'm a guitar player, so I'm like I listen to chords. Yeah, like the chord progressions of things. Mm-hmm. So like in our the last song that we just listened to, I'm listening to those chord changes. Like, ooh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And like that's my first listen. So what is your first listen? Uh, that's really tough. It depends on genre for one. Yeah, I mean rap songs. I'm listening to lyrics. Obviously. Yeah. Um, probably chords and or orchestration. Okay. And orchestration just meaning like the way that they're using the instruments and the instruments that they're using or, or sounds and things and whatever. Okay. On a first listen, not always lyrically. I don't know. All right. I, li- I listen. Lyrics are, are very like right. pushed back yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you'd like to join in with this conversation mm-hmm. about what do you listen to first when you listen to a song mm-hmm. first, yeah. um, you can check us out in the Discord, which is in the description below. Or uh, you could email us at twotunespodcast at gmail.com. Slide up into our DMs. <laughs> so it's such a weird connotation. It does. Just, yeah, feel free to reach out. Um, at uh, Instagram, we're at twotunespodcast. Uh, find us on Facebook like share subscribe download mm-hmm. leave reviews like wherever you listen that stuff's super helpful um yeah word of mouth sharing and all that kind of stuff and by the way i found um, the band that i was looking for yeah who is it it's called the family crest oh okay i've never heard of them but yeah. cool it's okay so we'll word. see you guys next week yeah thanks bye peace